Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free. Shopify.com slash podcast free. Hey, welcome to the happy hour. My name is Jamie Ivy, and I am your host each and every week. And every week I bring on a guest to chat with me about their lives and just random stuff. Today, for happy hour number 18, my friend is Jesse Connolly. And Jesse and I have never met in person, but we've been internet friends for a while now. And so it was a joy to get to talk with her. I want to say thank you to Leanne. Leanne left a comment on the blog that said, really enjoyed this podcast. Well, let's be honest, I love them all. Such good insight for Jen, though. She's talking about the podcast with Jen Wilkin. I have to tell you this funny story. I was listening to this podcast while doing housework, so I was taking my phone around with me while I was working. At one point, I left the room and took my phone with me, and my husband asked where I was going because he wanted to keep listening. Leanne, that's funny, and I think guys are welcome to listen. They might learn something from us women as well. I always joke, I ask Aaron if he wants to come on the podcast with me sometime, so maybe I'll bring Aaron on one day to join me. Um, I hope you love this. Jessie is a, a very wise woman who does a lot of amazing stuff, and she's actually given away some of her prints from her print shop, Naptime Diaries. So I'll tell you more about that at the end. Hope you have a great day, and here's my friend Jessie. Jessie, thanks for coming on the happy hour. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay, real quick, just tell my listeners who you are, where you live, your kids, short snippet what you do. Yes, totally. Um, I'm Jesse Connolly. Also online, I'm Jess Connolly. I talked actually to your friend the other day. I talked to Jenny Allen and she said, I don't know what to call you. <laughs> I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So my, I'm my, I've always gone by Jesse, but, um, when we switched over our social media, um, from my business to me, I switched everything to Jess a Connolly. So some people are now calling me Jessa. My name yeah. is Yeah. But I there was no more no Jess Connolly's like taken across the board on everything. Um but my husband calls me Jess and my really close friends call me Jess. So I just decided I think I'm gonna just go as Jess. But I when I introduce myself, I introduce myself as Jesse. It's like you don't introduce yourself as like your like loving nickname. Right. You know? Now, um, is your first name Jesse or is it Jessica? It's Jessica. <laughs> okay. This is even more confusing. Just kidding. It's such a mess. So I'm, I need to get better at just saying like, hey, I'm Jess, which I've never done before. But right. I, I love when people call me Jess. It's like, oh, you know me. You're yeah. my friend. So, um, yeah, so I'm Jess Connolly. Um, I live in Charleston, South Carolina. I have four wild kids. Really, really, really crazy, funny kids. Um I always say that, like, they're really wild, but I, what I want people to know is, like, if you ever saw us out at a restaurant, you'd be like, those kids are wild. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> and, but then I say the same thing because I wanted people to know, like, I know they're wild. I know they're crazy. Yes. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. all crazy. We live the crazy. Oh, man, I want to hang out with your kids. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we live in Charleston. My husband's a church planner, so we have, like, a six-month, eight-month-old little baby church. And um, we run a few different businesses online. Our main business is Naptime Diaries Print Shop. And um, 
I am hiding in my bedroom because all of our print shop employees are downstairs. We work out of our home, which is fun and wild and crazy. And I also co-founded the Influence Network and the Influence Conference. So, so fun. That's my deal. Yeah. I follow you online, and sometimes I'm just like, I do not know how everything gets done in a day. It doesn't. <laughs> I love to hear that. Yeah. Instead, you're, it doesn't. I like to give women a lot of grace. Like, it's able. It doesn't get done. But also, my like biggest thing is I just. I mean, I just told you my nanny's coming in like you know twenty one minutes, or she's she's coming bringing my baby back. Right. Um, but I, I always just like to give women like a lot of grace. Like a of all, I have three kids in school. I have a nanny who helps me and I have like, it's like a very big team effort around here. Um, it's, there's no superwoman. Like, I love it. You know, I'm still in my workout clothes from this morning. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of workout, I noticed that you've been, you started, um, you document a lot of your working out. Yeah, yes, I do. Online. Why do you do that? Yeah, good question. Um, well, and interestingly, I'm, I think I'm about to make a little shift there too, but um, I do it because, okay, a lot of people document working out online, right? right. A lot of people document healthy eating. Um, and I found that like for some, when some people did it, it was really life-giving to me. And when some people did it, it was like, oh, I'm so glad you have rock hard abs. That's cute. <laughs> um, so A of all, I'm a leader. Like I, the, the Lord is finally showing me like, look, you're a leader. When you lead things, you do them a lot better. And so I just started to see, okay, as far as healthy eating goes, as far as living healthy goes, when I am, like, fighting for this for myself and for other people um, and saying, like, hey, my health is, like, worth fighting for, I don't, like, my health, it's not easy. Like, you know, obviously I have four kids. Yeah. Like, working doesn't come easy. Eating healthy doesn't come easy. I have, like, a horrible metabolism like I when I see my friends who are like you know just having a brownie like for fun I'm like that's great I would gain two pounds right. and that's you know I don't eat brownies I do all the time but um anyways I just wanted like a realistic picture for someone else like me like this isn't honest like I have to try really hard I have to fight I think it's worth fighting for um, I think the Lord helps me fight. It's not like in my own whatever. Um, and I wanted to show people like the realistic picture of it doesn't. It's it doesn't mean two weeks later I have rock hard abs. You know, right? Right. So I wish it did mean that for your sake and mine too. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be so nice. But I actually, you'll appreciate this because I'm. I tell people like I'm a little bit of a head case about social media, and um, when I talk to other people who are online, they you know. Like, when you talk to some people who are interneters, they'll be like, oh, I just, I say, like, do whatever's life-giving for you. Like, don't have a plan. But I'm a planner, so even social media for me is really planned out. So it's really, it's just really intentional. So I'd started this whole other social media account um, just for, like, my health and wellness. And I didn't want to, like, clog up my other social media. But because because I'm an overthinker and because everything's always, like, really hearty and like emotionally, I just decided I'm going to shut that down, shut that so that whole account down and put it within my main one because this is like my whole self. I got it. Yeah. I felt kind of like I was like setting it over here and saying like, this is one part of my life. And now I just, I might lose followers because some people really don't want to know about working out and right. eating and that's okay. I just want to be able to say like, this is my whole, this is my whole self. Yeah. It's kids, it's food, it's it's trying to eat healthy. It's art. It's church planting. It's that's, but that's all. 
I love that. I love it so much. You know, that brings me to a question I wanted to ask you about with social media. I went on a social media fast this summer mm-hmm. where Aaron and I were completely off social media. Um, mine was about mid-May to August 1st. And Ooh. so it was life-giving for me. It was so wonderful. We were so intentional with our relationship with each other. We were intentional with our kids. We just kind of checked out of life. So Aaron was on a sabbatical from work. And so that, I mean, we just literally pulled back and it was so wonderful. And people ask, well, what is it going to be like when you go back? And I'm like, well, I hope it's slow, but I had this small inclination that I'm just going to jump right back in. So just two nights ago, a girlfriend was over and I was like, I'm just struggling with Facebook again. I mean, I don't have it on my phone because it can just like take up mind space. So it's only on my computer and I work from home. And so I just feel like, how do you juggle the thing that's hard too is we work online. Both of us, our jobs are online. So how do you struggle? How do you balance being an online presence and not letting that presence rule your life? Yeah. I think I, when people ask like this or this type of question, I say like, I just really try to stay tender. Like I have, because I'm a really scheduled and like planned out person, I have a lot of rules. Like I have a lot of rules that work for me. Okay. I don't always follow them. And I can tell you some of those, like to give you examples, but I'll say the biggest thing I do is I just stay tender. Like I acknowledge, you know what? I'm going to mess this up. Like my heart's going to get in the wrong place. Like there's no answer to say like, how do you never have a right or wrong heart about something you post? I don't think you do. I think we're going to post things sometimes and it's going to be like not right. Or we're going to let things get to us too much and we're going to have to like confess that and move forward. Um, but I do have rules. So some of my rules I've told people before and they think they're like hilarious and weird. But it's just what works for me. Um, so part, I hear you about the fast and the like pressure. Uh-huh. One thing I do is I do plan out my social media. So I, I plan out, I only typically tweet like two to three times a week. And I do it um, only on days that I post a blog. And, and on those days, I'll go in and schedule tweets for the whole day I post a blog. And... Um, and I just kind of save up things that I know I want to share on Twitter. Like literally sometimes you can call it disingenuous if you need to. But sometimes I even like save up funny things I want to say on Twitter. No, I think that's great. Yeah, things that I think are funny. Yes. yes. Like whatever. It's That's what I want to be a funnier person. So I'm not going <laughs> to be funny. Um, but I will save up like a funny thing I want to say for Twitter or or like a blog post. So sometimes I'm sharing like a blog post I read a week earlier. Um, but I only try to schedule on the days that I'm posting blogs. And then Instagram, I plan for the whole week. I write out at the beginning of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And some of those days I'll just write like Bible. And I'll know I'm going to read the Bible that morning. Let's hope and assume. Right. And if I do, I'm going to share what, like I'm going to share something from that. Um, but then it also helps me because I get a lot of requests to share things or like friends, you know, needing me to promote something. Or I know, I know kind of the general schedule of our business of when I'm going to need to promote something there. And so I can have those spanned out. So I don't feel the like rush of like, I need to say something. I need to say something. Um, and then if I don't post, I schedule three or four things for each day. Sometimes I'll just write kids and I'll just acknowledge like, that's going to be a day I'm going to be with the kids a lot. I think we're going to do something fun. 
I'm assuming there'll be a picture there, you know? Um, and it helps me be a little more intentional about like, this is, I, I have a really structured purpose for each social media account. Yes. I'm laughing because I, when sometimes when I tell people, they're like, yes. And sometimes people are like, you're nuts. No, I don't think you're nuts. I'm thinking, wow, that is brilliant because then you still have a presence online, but it's not all you're thinking about throughout the day. I think so. And you don't feel the rush of like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And then I just have certain times for me that I'm consuming social media, that I'm, that I'm just there to like see what's happening in my friends' lives, but it's not an all day. Like I'm consuming all day and then thinking about what I need to create. I know what I'm going to create. And then I have little, you know, I think everybody has those little patterns of time that they just know, like, this is a good time for me to sit down and check social media right. for a second. Yeah. Mine is just, I need to, I need to get some kind of pattern for consuming. Um, mm -hmm. Because like I said, I don't have it on my phone and that really saves me a lot. But I find myself just sitting down when I, when I'm procrastinating from writing something or editing a podcast or something, I'm like, let me just check Facebook real quick. And then when I finish, I realize that did nothing for my life and it didn't help me with what I'm about to create either. It just boggled up my mind actually. So I'm going to work on that. You've yeah. encouraged me. I like that. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike, and it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. 
Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. I hope. Um, I also, I'm in the process of reading 168 Hours. Have you heard of that book? No. It's a book um, written by a woman, and it's, I'm so sorry. I don't know the author. I'm sure I can look it up, and then you can put it in your in your um, podcast notes if you need to. But I love it. I cannot. I cannot suggest enough. And kind of going back to the beginning of our conversation, like she basically talks about, like this is all that I have on my plate, and um, she talks about kind of that answer of like, how do you answer the question, like, well, when do you sleep? Like, I felt like I got that question a lot. Like, well, when do you sleep? But the truth of my life is, I need to tell you, like, I don't feel like I'm an expert. I don't feel like I've figured out scheduling and planning. But I'll tell you, I am not busy. And I, like, don't, I do not feel busy. And my days feel really full. And emotionally, I tend to feel overwhelmed. I'm an introvert. So in being in ministry and being in online ministry, like I will feel emotionally overwhelmed, but I don't feel busy. And I think that has to do with that, like the Lord has started to help me kind of use some of those tools for like, we all have 168 hours in our week, you know. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And the book is kind of based on the premise of like humans, humans, Americans think that we, we think we spend like 60 hours a week working and we think we spend about like five hours a night sleeping but in reality, they say most Americans actually spend like eight hours a night sleeping and like 43 hours a week working and like 16 hours a week watching TV. Wow. And so we're like, we're actually using a lot of these hours that we would assume as something else. So it just, it's made me more intentional about like, how do I, how do I work and what do I consider working? And um, if I have, you know, this many leisure hours like what am I actually even doing with those you know that is so good I am going to go pick up that book right now because I am feeling I'm in a season of that right now along on the sabbatical the summer is I wrote down what am I going to spend my time on this fall you know what's important to me and I really made a dedicated decision of if something comes along and it doesn't fall under these things that I laid out and talked to Aaron about then I'm gonna say no to it and that was a really big thing for me and really good because I'm just a yes, yes, yes. I want to be involved in everything. I want to help with everything. And so I've actually already had something this fall where I, it was awesome, but I had to say no because I was like, it doesn't fall under what I had listed. And so I think that book would be really good for me. It's so, I really right cannot suggest it enough. Um, I feel like I've read a lot of like scheduling, planning, you know, what's your life about? And right now it's just doing me so good. Um, but yeah, that saying no is so hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so hard. And we do, Nick and I do that too. My husband and I do that too. Like we say like, you know, you can only do three or four things well. What are our three or four things? We need to know what those are. But then an opportunity comes and you're like, but this could be another thing. And an <laughs> awesome thing at that. And then it's like, no, it's not. It's not oh. a thing. Okay. Um, we, I, I want to get to like three more things before we have to go. So one thing I want you to tell people is if they're listening and they don't know what the influence network is, can you give them a, your short elevator pitch of what it is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our tagline for the influence network is make your online life mean something. And, um, in short, it is a community of women, um, who are about, 
utilizing the internet strategically and also um, growing in their own personal life. So it is a Christian community. It's, um, I, the best way I can always describe it is, is like the need. And, um, a few years when we, a few years ago, we started the conference before we started the network. And we just perceived a need that there was this like tribe of creative women, artists, writers, podcasters, um, people who are in ministry, um, shop owners, just all this, like this little tribe of women who were growing up and they had really great places they could go for spiritual resources and they had really great places they could go for strategic resources, but they had none that married the two. And we found that like, you know, when you went to like a really awesome women's conference, it was so good for your heart, but that like, but maybe you weren't spurred on in like all your giftings. And that when you went to a really great um, blogging conference or something like that, that it was great, but that there was always that edge of like striving because the gospel wasn't a part of it. So we just kind of wanted to marry the two and say like, hey, we genuinely believe like when we're growing in the Lord and when we're growing with him, our crafts, what we do, it's going to get better. But we also do not want to waste our time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, we want to get smarter. We want to make more money so that we can grow our businesses if that's what God wants us to do. I mean, whatever your whatever profitable is, we want to help women with that. So if profitable is making more money, we want to help women make more money. If profitable is getting published, we want to help women get published. If it's just getting better at what they do, we want to help them get better. I so, love that so much. Oh, well, I'm, I'm coming. I'm <laughs> Yes, I'm coming to the conference this year and speaking at it, and I am so excited. We cannot wait to have you. I've had just a girl crush on you for like two years, so I'm just like, I'm going to be a big fan girl, and I'm so happy you're going to be there. I cannot wait to see you face to face. Like, it's just been so, it's it's so fun, because you, you're right, you, you have all these internet friends, and then you meet each other in real life, you're like, this is the best. It is the best. So it's fun. like a wedding. It's so fun. You know what's even better is before I even knew about the conference and network, everything, my sister-in-law is a part of the network, and she actually got into the marketplace that y'all have. Yes. Who's your sister? Joanna Ivy. My sister-in-law. Yes. Yeah, so she does Ivy Expressions, and she'll be there selling stuff. So I'm so excited. I did not even know you guys were related. That's yeah. so fun. Our yeah. husbands are brothers. So fun. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm so happy to know that. Yeah. Okay, two more things. Um, yep. Number one, I want to tell you what I'm reading. And number two, oh. I want to hear about your prints. And then we have some to give away. So we'll talk about that real quick as well. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm reading real quick. Because I think that you're going to want to read this. <gasps> it is, is called 828. Okay, and it's by Ian and Larissa Murphy. Did you, there was a couple of months ago. Gosh, yes. Like, you yes. know what I'm talking about? Video. Yes. So the video came out through Desiring God, and it was about this couple, Ian and Larissa. And Ian was in a tragic car accident and had a brain injury. And then a couple mm -hmm. years later, they got married. And so it's their story. Um, and when I saw the video for the first time a couple months ago, I was just blown away at God's goodness and faithfulness to them and that they that they still pursued their relationship. And, mm -hmm. I mean, and Larissa, by the world's eyes, could have, like, left. You know, they weren't engaged, nothing. They were dating. And the book, oh, my gosh. I cannot stop reading it because it is so good and it is so like all of those scriptures that we read about like 
God does, he brings good from things and God, you know, works everything for him and joy and suffering, all of those things. And that, you know, we can, our suffering brings character and endurance and hope. All of those verses that we read, they're really awesome verses, but like they're living them. Like she's living out joy and suffering. And so it's so good. You know what? I have not read it. You know what is going to make you so happy? What? We're giving that away to everyone who comes to influence. The book? Yeah. Oh, I just got chills because it's so good. So happy. I don't know anyone who's read it, but the publisher, I don't even remember which publisher it is. I think it's with, um, I have it right here, B&H. Yes. B, well, B&H is one of our sponsors. Awesome. And I just, when you, as soon as you said that, I was like, that sounds familiar because we're giving it away. <laughs> All our attendees are getting one. So. I literally am telling everyone about it because it's just... I just love everything. And she's real in there. She talks about the sadness and she talks about the hardness and she talks about like asking God to help her love this man. That's so different than before. I mean, it's so good. I can't wait. I have chills. I can't wait. It's so good. Okay. Last thing before you have to go, your prints that you do, which are beautiful. Can you tell me how they come from real quick, how they start until they end up? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's a really, I don't want to like hyper spiritualize it, but it's a really worshipful process. (laughs) I think like it's not, but it is. Um, We actually were this Friday. So we're recording this on Tuesday, Monday, the 25th, I think. Right. Yes. And this Friday we're going to, we're launching actually a YouTube page for our shop where we're going to start to tell some stories behind the prints. Um, But Either I get a scripture like one of three ways. Either for me, it's like personally a thing for me right then. Or um, two, it's like a scripture I'm like praying for someone else. that I'm like, you know, broken over something for someone else or like hoping for someone else. Or three, once about once a quarter, four times a year, we'll ask um, on Instagram and on Facebook, like what scriptures do you guys want? And if we do that, our team just kind of gets out our Bibles and sits in a circle and reads together and says, like, this resonates, this doesn't. We um, we always have people say, like, oh, if you do this, it would sell so well. And we try to not do that. Right. I'm right. trying to do, like, what resonates with us, what would be worshipful, because I design all our prints, and I tell people, like, I am not a graphic designer, and I would not even call myself an artist. Like, it's just a – it's just, like – I, if you ask me right now, like make a print right now, I couldn't do it, but it's, there's something different for me about scripture and our passion is just scripture. And that's always been what we're about. So there's something for me about like reading that verse, praying about it. And sometimes the Lord will just give me kind of like a picture. I'll try to make that. I'll try. Um, I'd say about 30% of the prints I make, I then showed our whole team and about 30% are like, (laughs) (laughs) good try, but no. (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't work or like we're really cautious about our style and not like infringing on other artists so sometimes somebody else like you know what I think somebody has something similar to that so we won't sell that um or just like nope you know we'll kind of weed it down and so we release we try to release about 15 new prints a quarter um and that's just how we do it and it's over about a period of a week usually our, it's a fun week at our house. Like there's just lots of like Bibles being passed around and I'm on my computer and they're all buzzing around and we're listening to music and it's fun. It's that really sounds fun. awesome. Okay. So you're graciously giving away some prints. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. So, um, we'll put in the show notes, like what all you, what she's giving away and all kinds of stuff like that. So you'll be able to check out jamieivy.com for that. Um, 
That's so nice. Thank you so much for doing that. Our joy. Our joy. Yay. Yay. Um, Okay. Jess, Jesse, Jessa, (laughs) Jessica. That's so funny. I love all of your names. That cracks me up. I can't wait to meet you. Let's, I can't let's wait hang out either. in four weeks. Does that sound good? Is that how long, how close it is? Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. For having me. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Yeah. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Bye. bye. Guys, wasn't Jesse awesome? Our podcast is a little bit shorter this time than they normally are, but I'm going to have Jesse back again and we'll talk about lots more stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you that are telling me that you're subscribing to the podcast so more people can know about it. I'd love for you to leave a comment or a view over on iTunes or on Stitcher. I want to say thanks to Jen. She said, I'm loving your podcast so much, Jamie. We are early in the adoption process and I'm finding so much encouragement as I listen to you and your girlfriends chat about the big and small things about family life. Jen, thanks so much. That's one of my favorite things about doing the podcast is just chatting about the big and the small things because that's what his life is. It's full of big and small things and everything in between. So thanks so much. I hope you guys have a great day. Jesse is graciously giving away five prints from her shop. And so I'm going to pick five winners um, in the next week. And I just want you to leave a comment on the blog, jamieivy.com. Tell me anything. Tell me your favorite scripture because that's what their prints are. Tell me who you shared the podcast with. Tell me what you love about it. Tell me who I should have on. Whatever you want. Just leave a comment and we will pick a winner from there. Thanks, guys, so much. All the show notes are on the blog as well, jamieivy.com. Hope you have a great week. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your friends. And I will see you next week. Bye. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete. And getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.